0: I guess if you want to call what I'll talk about tonight, you know, on Wednesday night, I'd just like to talk to you about something that you can use both naturally and spiritually and accomplishing your potential. Did you know that you're capable of doing more than what you're doing? You have the privilege of developing yourself to your full potential in life. Now, a lot of people don't do it. Leo Carnegie said this, we all have possibilities we don't know about. We can, we can do things we don't even dream we can do. You know, if you're going to experience the good life He said, "John ten ten, I want you to have life and have it more abundantly." He's not just talking about spiritually; he's talking about life spiritually and naturally. And uh, you know, you you have to rise to that position. Another man said, "People's main task in life is to give birth to themselves." and become what they what they potentially are. You know, sometimes people live and die and they never really real, reach the full potential that they could in life. You know, most people, uh, Henry David Thoreau, if you know who he is, he was American. He was a philosopher and a naturalist American. And he said, most people lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. In other words, he's saying they never accomplished all they could accomplish. You know, as we sat here tonight at the beginning of a new year, We we all face circumstances and situations. We don't know what we're gonna face, really. But here tonight already, we have... In just three days of this new year, you have faced many different circumstances. We do it every day. Every day we get up, we face different situations, different things that we have to handle. You know, I'm talking about potential. What does potential mean? It means having having possibility, capability of power, capable of being but not yet in existence. You know, you've probably heard this. I mean, many times if you're in work situations or with working with people and different things, somebody looks at a situation and says, that's a potential problem. It's not yet a problem yet. What well, they're saying, it has the potential to be one. Every one of us has the potential to be everything that God has called us to be and told us that we can be. You may have had somebody tell you sometime, "Hey, you got potential." Sometimes we guys that play ball and athletes, the coach tell, "You got potential, but you're going to have to work on it." Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody have a coach say that to you? You know. What he's telling you that you have the potential to do it, it's up to you to reach inside of yourself and pull yourself up to the potential that you have. You know, all of my life, going all the way back in the first grade, I've always been able to talk and be in front of people in the first grade. Ms. Fowler called on me every time. If she wanted anybody to get up in front of the class and do anything, she called on me. And I asked her one time, I said, well, Miss Fowler, why don't you call somebody else? She said, because you have the potential to, do, to speak and do something with, and said, I want to develop that in you. So I actually started way back in the first grade. And all through school, I always, my, any speech teacher that I ever had told me I had, I had great potential and oratorical ability. Well, I didn't, God called me to preach and I didn't want to do it. So, <laughs> for a long time, I lived as close to the edge I could without getting over because the further you're away from God the harder it is to hear his voice hello the closer you know. but I finally yielded to that and then I realized if I'm going that direction then because I have some natural ability now let's take that natural ability and let's put it together and do become a, a good speaker, and I, I'm not trying to brag on myself, but I have become a, a fairly decent speaker. <laughs> okay? But you see, each one of you has potential in a lot of areas, and you need to learn to develop those. When somebody says potential, they're thinking, they're saying, talking to you about something that does not exist yet, but you have the capability of bringing it into reality. Now, I'm talking about naturally and spiritually. We all have potential, both in the spiritual area and the and the natural area. And whatever you accomplish is up to you how much effort you want to put into it. You know, the Bible is filled with people that had potential, you know, Because God looks at people not from what they're doing or what they are, but what they, the potential. Gideon was, uh, he, he possessed the potential, but he had to overcome all the negativisms and all the negative way that he thought. Joseph had great potential, but he had to overcome a lot of the challenges. Peter had great potential, but... He didn't understand that and didn't tap into it until much later in his, in his life. Now, somebody had potential is, is David. Let's go look at 1 Samuel 16, 6 through 10. But so it was when they came, they looked at Eliab and said, surely he's the Lord anointed is before me. This is Samuel talking. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't look at the appearance or his physical stature because I've refused him. For the Lord does not see a man or a person. For people look, or a man, the Bible said, but people look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Jesse called Abinadab and and made him pass and that wasn't the one either. And then he called Shammah, and then he, that wasn't the one. And then he made all seven sons pass by and they didn't choose any of them, you know. Now, Samuel said to Jesse, are, they, are all these the young men here? Then they said, no, nah, there's, there's the youngest. He's out there watching the sheep. I'm just paraphrasing it here. You can read it there. And Samuel said, okay, bring him in. So they brought him in and he was, you know, ruddy complexion, bright eyed, good looking kid. And the Lord said, arise and anoint, this is the one. You see, they looked at David one way, but God looked at him another way. Some people may look at you one way, but God looking at you another way. You know, they didn't recognize his potential. They didn't see his ability. But he had the ability. You see, on the outward, on the outward he, was just a, he was just a kid. He was young. He hadn't, been, he hadn't developed fully into a man yet. What could he possibly do? But God saw David in a different way. He saw the potential on the inside. And you know, as I developed in, mini- in the ministry, my two mentors, my father-in-law and my dad, they would talk to me and they'd say uh, Dad Tipton would talk to me in his office there at this church because I was his associate for six years, and would say, "Son." you you got you got great potential but you need you need to do this or you need to do that or you need to look at this or look at that and what he was doing he was telling me you have this now look at yourself find out how that you can harness that and and come make it come into fruition in your life so what I'm saying to you tonight is to look at yourself. Look at yourself realistically. Somebody said, Well, I'm already older. That don't make no difference. And I guess I should say more correctly, that didn't make any difference. But anyway, sometimes I don't use good English. But you need, every one of us should be developing until we let, take our last breath. We should never be satisfied with where we're at. We should continually to be looking at what else we can do. How much further we can go. Hello. Some of you are looking at me sort of silly. But, you know, David, he took care of sheep and then he served King Saul and then he had to run from him finally some people say i don't know but some people say he was about 30 when he finally did take the kingship and he was there for about 40 years that's what they say you know sometimes when you're young you get impatient about the future but listen you've got to develop and grow if you've ever gone to reach your potential. In athletics, many times people have potential, but they do not want to take the time to develop and they push themselves or a coach or somebody pushes them too fast and actually they never um, amount to what they could have amounted to. You know, like I said, My father-in-law and my dad helped me. Now, I want to share some thoughts with you tonight. It's possible for you to reach your full potential. Calvin Coolidge said this, the most common commodity in this country is unrealized potential. Anybody know who Calvin Coolidge was? Huh? I got three or four people. I think he was a president, wasn't he? <laughs> and now I got more hands coming up. I, I jogged your memory, see? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, as if we're not careful and the attitude of almost, has almost become this, if it's not convenient and fast, then I don't, I don't have time to wait on it. You know, we like things fast and easy. In fact, I've got to where I never did like it in the first place. But I don't even try to go in the drive-through line. You can get in. You can park your car, go inside, order, get your order, and come out and get in your car and leave while the line, while you're still sitting in line out there. It's That's easy. <laughs> Come on now. In order to reach full potential, you gotta be willing to be patient and take the time. You know, I didn't start out preaching to big crowds. I started out preaching to little churches and some probably not bigger than this, that's intersection right there, and then you know, I didn't I didn't start pe- speaking at camp meeting until what third or fourth year at camp meeting. I've been working for Dad. They finally give me an afternoon service. You know, I didn't have a night service for a long time, but you see. You got to develop. I had, I've got, I had friends that I went to Bible school with. They were associate pastors at churches, same as I was, but they got impatient. They, oh, I want to be a pastor myself. They got impatient. They went out, tried to pastor, flopped out, and many of them not even serving God today. And a lot of them not in the ministry. They still serve in God, but they're not in the ministry. Well, you know, I almost made that mistake myself. But thank God I had enough sense to listen at people. And my wife won, won to listen at. And then my father-in-law said, Son, you sure you know what you're doing? You better think about this. Are you really ready? And so I stayed put. Then when I came to work for dad, I I worked those first, what, four years, three, four years. Three years, I guess it was. I didn't have any preaching responsibilities. I was uh, setting up, reading contracts for a crusade, for auditoriums and different things. And driving a motor home all over the United States with Lynette and Craig. <laughs> I'll tell you something funny on him. He, we'd be in that motorhome, and Lynette might be in the back. She sat down and he'd be up there in that front seat. And all of a sudden, as we're driving down the road, he'd say, Burger King, McDonald's. Cause he, he was just three. But he, he knew the sign, you know, he could see it. his mother would say to him, "Greg, are you hungry? And he said, yeah. <laughs> but I was willing to do what was necessary. And if I hadn't have been willing to do what was necessary, even leaving Bible school and going in the army, and doing the things that I did I would not be up here tonight because all of that was developing you got to develop, learn to develop anybody getting anything out of this you know i was i was about 26 years old when i went to work for my father-in-law you know but you know, some of the guys say, well, man, you're up you're behind. I said, I'll get there. Don't worry about it. See, you just don't wake up one morning and say, okay, I've reached my potential. I believe, this is my personal opinion, and I believe that we do not reach our 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 potential naturally or spiritually until we draw that last breath. I think we should continue to strive to be what we can be. Now you have to believe that you have potential before you can ever go do anything with it. You know, you gotta dare to dream what may be possible. You know, it it's a sad it's a sad thing but they say that many times when people reach you know 40s in their 40s they they only they they quit dreaming like they did when they were young they just live life well let me tell you what i still i still look at what's out here in front of me i'm not I mean, thank God. God has blessed me. And I have have a good life. I have a family. I have a wonderful, beautiful wife. But there's more out there. And in 2024 is the year of more. You're going to get your more by developing the potential that's there. There's potential for spiritual growth. There's potential for natural growth, but there's things you got to do to get there. Sometimes you have to stay put in a place that you're not even enjoying, but you're learning. You know, there with my father-in-law, I learned how to deal with people. (laughs) That man was the greatest man I know that knew how to deal with people. And he taught me a lot and I thank God for it. You see, anybody know who Wilma Wilma Rudolph was or is? She was the first American woman to win three gold medals in one single Olympics. She said this, never underestimate the power of dreams and the, the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in notion. The potential for greatness lies within each of us. God has given us the capability of dreaming. Dream with the Holy Ghost. Dream in the natural of what you can accomplish and what you can do. Some people call it imagination. Now, just about every man in this place, I don't know about the ladies, but you, if you had any athletic ability, you were dribbling a ball and, and counting down five, five, four, and you make that shot. You're imagining. Any guys, any of you guys ever done that? I've had coaches come through the locker room and come up to different ones of us and say, see yourself. See yourself catching the ball. See yourself shooting the bat. See yourself hitting the ball. What are they doing? They're trying to get you to realize that you have the potential to do this. You have to realize you have the potential to do it before you ever can. You know, look what God says about you in His Word. He says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you in Philippians 4.13. That's not just talking about spiritual things; That's talking about everything. Then he says in 2 Corinthians 2.14, he says, you always are triumph." In other words, we could say it like this. We're always a winner. In Romans 8.37, he says that you're more than a conqueror. See, if you're going to reach inside of you and develop your potential, both in natural and spiritual, you gotta you gotta believe the things right here that we just said. That's just three of them. You could go through and find a bunch of them. Now, real quickly, because it's already what eight forty-seven. I mean, seven forty-seven. So I got uh, less than fifteen minutes to finish. So okay. I want to talk about five things that can help you to reach your potential. First, number one is make sure God is first in your life. Matthew 6, we know that. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things you can believe for. Is that what it says? All these things shall be added to you. What things is he talking about? Do you read the verses up ahead of 633? It's talking about houses and lands and and the natural things that we deal with. Right here, he's telling you, here is the way to develop potential, receive. You know, you can't my dad used to say it this way you can't get the horse in front of the cart or the wagon well you most people nowadays don't understand that but you you might understand it you can't get the trailer in front of the car and expect to go anywhere hello so you can't run out ahead of God and expect to receive anything. Then you've got to continually focus on the right things. Mark nine twenty three he said, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes you got to believe you can before you can. That's just in the natural. Do you know how many people in the natural have accomplished something that everybody said they couldn't do because they believed they could? Going back to Roger Bannister, the first one to run the four-minute mile, they they said it couldn't be done. When he was training for it, they the other trainers and coaches told him, why are you doing this for? It can't, you can't do this. It can't happen. But he did it. Why? Number one, he believed he could. And now, all these years later, they're running three minute miles, three minute and something miles. I, I ran track. But I hated distance races. I'm, I was a sprinter, and I'll sprint. But I, I, I don't run further than uh, than the 400. I ran the, back in my day. It was yards, so I ran. I ran the 220 yard dash, the the uh, 200 uh, 880 relay, where I run another 220 yards, and a couple of times I ran the, the 440, which is, uh, you know, but. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like the 440. It was too late. Now, I ran a race they did away with after I got out of junior high school. was called a 330, and that was my race. I loved that race because I'm one of these guys that I, get, I build speed as I go. Some people are right off the bat. The sprinters are fast, and they can hold it, but some people build. You see, our coaches used to tell us, you got to believe you can. Focus on it. Another guy said this, Alan Lloyd McGinnis. I don't know who he was. He said, focus on your potential. Now listen to this. Focus on your potential instead of your limitations. Now you can use that both in the natural and in the spiritual area. Because the devil's always going to tell you you can't do that. You're not qualified. Well, you are qualified. Because... Christ qualified you when he, when you were born again. Now continue to look at the possibilities that the word of God has concerning you, who you are in Christ, what you have in Christ, what you can do because you're in Christ. All of those things come in and you see, you've got to learn that the natural and the supernatural work to get, working together if you get the potential up here and the potential up here you got something going on see some people want it to be all spiritual and some people is all natural and e- either one of those is not good there needs to be a balance between the two and you can accomplish something you know another individual said every morning brings new potential." But if you dwell on the misfortunes of the day before, you you tend to overlook tremendous opportunities. There are some people that are still, after 20 years, they're still dwelling on the mistake that they made 20 years ago and they haven't advanced any further. Forget about it. Everybody makes mistakes. There was only one person, that the perfect person to ever live and they crucified him. That was Jesus Christ. So what? It didn't work. Well, get up and start going again. Keep going. You know, Nobody has ever accomplished anything great that in their mind's eye, they couldn't see the end results. Nobody else could, but they could. When this building was being built, I brought Tony Cook and all of my associates over here. Every day we came and the first time this is they just got it all graded and they had a pad, and I went and I stood right over right here on the ground and I said, This is this is where the pulpit's gonna be. And this is the platform. There's all the pews out there and up there. Hey? Tony later on said, You might have could seen it, Pastor. All we saw it was a bunch of dirt. <laughs> you see. It was my vision, and the potential for it is here. You've got to see it in the natural and the spiritual. You've got to see yourself before it ever is accomplished. Potential is there. The potential for this church was here, but there wasn't nothing here but the ground was prepared. Then they got the the steel up and we'd come out here and and I'd say, okay, this is here, what this is, and this is over here. and, And they still didn't understand it, but I did. Because see, that potential for this building was mine and Lynette's, but you see, You have got to believe you can accomplish it before it can happen, and you got to stay focused on it. I mean, I I came out here when it was raining. I came out here when it was cold and the wind was blowing. But you can ask my wife, every day I came to this building, and it wasn't a building. It was... (laughs) For a while, it was just a bunch of steel poles sticking straight up in the air. Then they started putting it together. And if, you want, if you want to see something funny, <laughs> these beams that are up here, you don't see them. They're all up there in the ceiling. Those guys are up there walking on those things. <laughs> I thought, My Lord, they didn't have on no safety equipment either. Of course some of those beams when they start unloading them they're that wide <laughs> you could walk on it they're 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 th- they're three feet across. Now I ain't going up there walking on it. <laughs> but I want to tell you what I did do when they had the scaffolding in here, I climbed the scaffolding all the way up into there where they're putting that ceiling in. <laughs> I've been up to the top of inside of this church. But you see, what I'm saying is I saw it. See, that's potential. I saw it, but it wasn't here yet. Uh, the, everybody else began and when it began to take shape. They saw it. Why? Because it was t- the potential was being there. Now, let me hurry. Oh, I'm, I'm running out of time. Speak in agreement with the possibilities of God's word. Now, it talks about you say you say it. But let me tell you what, saying it is a biblical point, but they also teach this to you in, other, uh, in the natural. You, you keep saying it. In fact, one of the things they use in t- people that has uh, low self images, they make them say over and over again their name. And they say, they say I am something. I can, I will accomplish something. Why? Because saying it helps you to release that. That's what the Bible says right here, okay? Apply continuous efforts to do all that you are capable of doing. Remember the apostle Paul said, I don't count my, I'm on this 313, flipping 313. He said, hey, I ain't got it made. I don't count myself as, have, as accomplished and he'd accomplished a lot. But he said, this thing I do, I can t- forget those things are behind and I'm pressing toward what's uh, in front of me. See, what's behind is behind, but you still there's still potential out here. Okay? Then, break down the process of reaching potential into manageable steps. Many people never develop their potential because they see the elephant. Well, how do you eat that elephant? One bite at a time. Some people never develop the potential because they see how huge it is. Okay, it's there, but break it down. Day by day, and I want to tell you what, At the end of a certain amount of time, you will have accomplished. Hello. So, I trust what I've had to say to you tonight has helped you in both areas. But you can reach potential. You began by seeing the opportunities, whether you feel you're qualified or not, and you go after it. A bad attitude will never reach potential. If If you have an attitude that says, I can't, then you won't. If you have an attitude that says, I can, you will. Heavenly Father, tonight I've just talked to these people for a few moments about potential. I'm talking about potential in the spiritual area, potential in the natural area. Because we live in two worlds at the same time. And I thank you tonight, Lord, that each of us will continue to develop the potentials in our lives from where we are now to where we can be tomorrow. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said. Amen. Everybody stand. Did you get anything out of this tonight? I realize it, wa- it wasn't, a, wasn't a fantastic sermon that you're going to jump and shout about, but I can tell you what, if you'll take heed to some of the things I said, you'll find yourself in a, be- in a better position in a few days. Hello. Praise the Lord. Well... Connection team, go find our first-time guests and take them to back there. We have a special gift for you. If you're looking for a church home, why don't we say, church? Home. Welcome home. Just come on and join us. We have a great time around here serving God. Amen. Sunday morning right here, first Sunday of the new year. Come expecting, come believing. How many of you believe that you still have potential that you can develop? Praise the Lord. All right. If you happen to be with us tonight and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to find him tonight. If you're here and you know what it is to serve him, but you've taken a detour and you got off course and you need to rededicate your life, Ladies are here. The men are here. As we are dismissed, if you'll come to the front, they'll pray with you. And you won't leave here like you came. If you need prayer for any reason whatsoever, you want to receive the Holy Spirit, you need prayer for any reason, come to the front. The prayer partners will pray with you. And like I said, you won't leave here like you came. Turn around and shake hands with somebody and say, I have potential. How about you? I'm going to do something with it. God bless. We'll see you Sunday.